Hey everybody, I am joined right now by Gia Miller. You know her from her work on Impact Wrestling, Impact's Behind the Impact. Uh, we're going to be talking about her on-air career, her in-ring career, Slammiversary, a bunch of fun stuff uh, coming up for Impact Wrestling. First things first, how you doing today? I'm doing great. As I just mentioned, Slammiversary is on the horizon. There's a lot going on with the company. The card's taking shape. Uh, you're a big part of the presentation, gearing up for Slammiversary. So how, how are you feeling going into it this year? Oh, for sure. Slammiversary, it, it's always something to be excited about. And I honestly didn't think anything could top last year's Slammiversary. But this one is going to be incredible. And I... And so thankful for the role that I'm getting to play in such a huge night. Uh, I know that you know, the card's still taking shape, but uh, out of the matches that have been announced, uh, any that you're looking forward to the most? Uh, 100% the Ultimate X match. I am so excited about that. Are you taking sides? I know Chris Bay doesn't want to take sides, but are you taking sides? I am a neutral party always. Okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> one thing I, I've really noticed uh, as you are featured on TV every week is, you know, you add a lot in your mannerisms. Uh, one of the ones that uh, really highlights this was the, the segment last night with Scott and Rosemary and Havoc where you show a lot of emotion and kind of keep things moving with not a lot said like you you kind of let them do the talking but you add like so like there's a lot of nuance there what goes into your preparation like is that something that you know you like is there anything specific you take cues from and like can you just talk about what you want to add as an on-air character absolutely thank you so much for for noticing that first of all because like i do those things those nuances those subtleties not to be distracting, but to add to it. So I'm, I'm really thankful that you pointed that out. Um, I have a theater background and also a film background. And one of the key things that they teach is acting and reacting without sound, without words. Uh, and my goal as the interviewer is to move things along, is to set up where we're going and, and get us there. Um, so those facial expressions and those nuances that I throw in is also to convey to the audience, like how important something is or what it really means to me, knowing all that I know. So it should mean something similar, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously that is one thing you do with the company. Um, you get a little bit more, uh, dialogue on BTI how does how do you approach um you know you're, you're talking about that being more uh drawing from your acting so how do you approach the other show where you're really driving the show and kind of bouncing off of John and Josh like do you do you approach that any differently I honestly just kind of approach that like myself um there's no script for that show. There's no teleprompter. We just talk to each other, talk about wrestling, talk about what's happening. And 
it, it happens very naturally. Everything that happens in front of that camera, I think that we all have really great chemistry and uh, we work well together. So I really just am myself for BTI. Yeah, it, it definitely translate on screen. I like uh, I like the banter, um, especially when you guys get a few zingers <laughs> in on each other. <laughs> um, but uh, one one thing I did want to mention, and I, I asked Gail about this uh, on the press pass that she hosted a few weeks ago about uh, you re-signed with the company. Uh, I'll say congratulations on that. Uh, if people don't know, um, G has signed a, a three-year deal with, with the company, and I just asked uh, what she, what she thought you meant to the company, and she, you know, she said you're a great addition. Uh, they they love your energy and attitude, and just kind of wanted to get the flip side of that. What do you, you know, what do you think about hearing something like that from Gail, who's not only uh, a, a producer right now, but probably an influence on your in-ring career too. 100%. Uh, I'll, funnily enough, I didn't even know that she had said that until a, a couple days ago, actually, which she, she did that press pass at the beginning of the month or actually, or the end of last month. Uh, or wait, Oh no, we're in July now. I'm sorry. Uh, but I had just seen that she had said that. And honestly, it, it brought tears to my eyes um, to know that she felt that I was a, a, a great addition and that does mean so much because I look up to her as, as a, the little girl that watched wrestling and wanted to be a wrestler. I look up to her so much and I respect her as a professional and a colleague. And I'm even more happy to have her as a friend now. And so to, to hear her say that and it, it, it really meant the world. I, I can't put it into words. I did just mention your in-ring career. If uh, Impact fans aren't aware or don't follow you on social media, you are also in, in uh, a wrestler, Gia Leanne Miller. How is a glamager different than a manager? Like, How would you introduce glam to people that may only know your work from Impact right now? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, so glam is very close to what you see on BTI, only I get to dress how I want to dress, too. Not that it impact makes me dress any certain way, but I try to keep it a little more professional and a little more neutral when I'm uh, in front of the camera uh, as a host. But that's, that's what I need people to understand, is that Gia Miller and Gia Leanne Miller are the same person. I just have my middle name in there. Mm-hmm. It's the same person, and I just get to... I know my role and I'm a professional. So I know that it's, I'm not the star of impact. I'm not the star of BTI, but anytime I step in the ring, I am the star. And I want to make sure that everyone knows that. Uh, one thing I do also want to point out, uh, you do your own costuming, which is actually really cool. Uh, how did that come about? I did costuming in college. Uh, I helped out in the costume department in addition to scenic work and everything. And I took a couple costuming classes, including like design and uh, construction. And so when I first started making, when I first started wrestling, I was like, huh, I guess I need some gear, but 
it's really expensive and I don't really know what I want. I don't want to pour a bunch of money into something that like I don't really like or that I'm not going to stick with. So I would just buy pretty plain pieces and then I would add things to it. That's where it started. And then over time, I'm like, oh, well, I could just add a little piece of fabric here and there. Oh, well, I could make this certain part of my gear. And now I make pretty much all of it. The only thing that I wear that I didn't make from scratch is uh, my jacket and my hat because I can't make a, ja- a leather jacket and I can't make a hat. Uh, but I did embellish them. So everything that's on it, uh, I did do. Uh, and then my gear is made absolutely from scratch. I, I will say... I'm kind of glad the the kayfabe era is gone, so to speak, just because uh, it's kind of something that, like, I started following you because, like, I mentioned something similar to Jordan Grace. Like, she used to do her own gear, too, and it's just like, you know, you kind of want to celebrate taking a skill or taking an art like that and putting it out there, and you don't have to worry about, you know, like, oh, you're a good guy, you're a bad guy. Like, you can kind of still you know, appreciate what you're doing with that skill and separate what's on TV, or at least I hope most people can do that. But uh, I, I love that. And one other thing I did see, which I, I really uh, liked, was this promo you just put up. Um, it, it was, you said it was inspired a little bit by Jamie Senegal, but the, you know, th- this vignette that you put up, like it's got attitude, it's got you know, like a, a pretty cool theme song to it. Um, what else do you want people to know about your in-ring career that, you know, whether it's a misconception or just something that you're especially proud of that, you you know, you really want to get out there as you continue to make more or get more of the spotlight for your in-ring career too? Absolutely. Uh, right now is the best time to jump on the bandwagon. Honestly, it, I'm still so young and you're, people have gotten to watch me grow as an interviewer over the past year and it's going to be exciting to watch me grow as a wrestler over the next coming years and decades and I know what I'm going to achieve and I can't wait for people to watch. We talked a little bit about your on-air influences as a broadcaster is there anybody that you pull from for in-ring work like in particular whether it's you know just the character or the move set anybody that you know you really drew an influence from Hmm. i i really love a lot of old school uh guys like george south was my first trainer and like that old school cowboy attitude I just, I just love that. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a high flyer. I'm not a heavily inspired by like Lucha or anything, which like, just because it's out of my wheelhouse, it is out of my realm of capability. But uh, this old school kind of eighties American style of wrestling is what I'm really inspired by. And this larger than life persona and being big and being loud. That's the one thing that I've been criticized for my whole life was being too big and too loud. And now I've found a place where I can be that and succeed. So you don't think a luchador cowboy could work? Oh, it 100% can work. <laughs> just I just you. can't work. No, no, uh, <laughs> on a serious note, it's good to hear that you, you mentioned George South because that's somebody that uh, at the more that I've 
done this, I've learned more about and found out uh, how much he's done for the wrestling business. I saw him at, I don't remember what year it was, but it was WrestleCade when they, it was a few years ago in North Carolina and they did like the battle Royal and he was in it. And that really started my education on him, really finding out like how much he's done for a lot of talent coming through the South and the Carolinas. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He's built up a lot of, a lot of really great wrestlers. Uh, if you're one of George's kids, people trust you for a good reason, because mm-hmm. he is a great trainer. I'll close it with this. Uh, if there's a match that, and this started as like a, a pandemic playlist, but it's kind of evolved since then. But if there's a <laughs> match that you want to pick, whether it's from your own career or if it's one that you've seen in the Nashville era of Impact Wrestling, uh, any come to mind that you know you would either recommend that people give a second chance or watch for the first time, whether it's from your own work or one that you've seen at one of the tapings? Um, if I'm going to show someone a match that, let's say, they don't know much about wrestling, maybe they don't know much about Impact Wrestling, I'm probably going to show them Chris Bay and Ace Austin. They put on one of the most incredible matches I've ever seen. I can't remember what the date of that match was, but it was on impact. It wasn't a pay-per-view, but it was a pay-per-view level match. It was incredible. Yeah. They're, they're really doing some great work in the X division now. Uh, you, you can't say enough. I mean, that's a, that's probably a good preview for the, X Division match at Slammiversary, but uh, I, I can't say enough about the work those two are doing. Rohit, uh, Josh Alexander, like I, I have oh, said it several times over in interviews, but I'm very surprised, pleasant, like in a good way, how the reception has been for his work, not only entering the division, but as champion. I mean, you, you, you look at the Iron Man match that he had with TJP that, you know, rave reviews so yeah if you, Josh is incredible absolutely and a, as you mentioned before uh to kind of sum things up uh ultimate x is one of the matches at slammiversary for the x division championship that's july 17th you could catch gia on air for slammiversary you could catch her each week on bti before Impact Wrestling airs uh, at 8 p.m. on Access every week. Gia, thanks very much for your time. Thank you very much.